already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Harder than shells from a Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio with me, Aaron Singerman, my... Uh, cohort in crime, uh, PJ Braun, across the way, desk from me, and I have also in the room two gentlemen, and I mean that in the strictest terms, <laughs> Lane Norton, Dr. Lane Norton. Dr. Yes. Lane. And Paul, Re- how do I say your last Just name? Just Mr. Paul Rivera. Rivera. Ravella. 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 Oof. Ravella. Ravella. Um, Siri calls him far worse on my phone. Calling <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ravella. We Boy, have been, all, we all also, we have been drinking. A little bit. Um, that is part of the uh, of Iron Empire Radio. Mm-hmm. Generally, the last episode, which was our first episode back in uh, in a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, we did not drink. No, and uh, it's quite possible that's why people said it wasn't like the. No, we used to drink on the old ones. We we actually have a keg in here. Lane did the longest keg stand, of course. He had to be Mister Champion and everybody. <laughs> um, but we we rolled in the kegs today for this one. A keg of just pure Kettle One vodka. <laughs> We're watching oh, our macros. All over the office. Yeah, We're watching our office. macros. Lane is counting his. I'm just visualizing. I tried, to, I tried to lie to Lane and tell him there was no calories in the vodka, and he's like, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Science. My calculator broke, and I feel so like I had too many. I feel like I might have. My calculator wasn't working, and I feel like I might have had too many macros right, of vodka. I, I, so at this point, I'm just having a little bit more. Lane, Paul, welcome to the show. You've got the wrong vodka, first of all. You're supposed to have a skinny bitch. <laughs> the skinny bitch vodka. We have some skinny bitches in here. So. <laughs> those are our computer guys upstairs. <laughs> oh, most poor guys. Burn, burn. We get that a lot, though. People are like, huh. They come here, and they're like, I did not expect uh, those guys to be your staff. Yeah, all the guys upstairs, you guys saw, we gave you the tour today. Actually, a lot of the guys aren't here today, or we were missing some of them off at lunch or whatever, but... A majority of our guys, people probably don't know this listening to the show, you know, we have about a little over 30 people here at the office, and I would say 80% of them don't even work out. Right? <laughs> well, but- I, I will tell you guys something hilarious. So we, we these guys are so smart, and they're so good at what they do. But you know, we, everything we do, right, we're, we're in the fitness world, is based around fitness. And so I've told these guys numerous times, like, man, the mistakes that you made and perhaps this uh, photo that you edited or this video that you edited could all be so easily fixed if maybe you just went to the gym a few times <laughs> yeah. and figured that all out. Like you looked at the lighting and you like, oh, it looks better that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But as we you actually, know, as mm-hmm. you know the, 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 the number of people that you can find who are jacked, mm-hmm. who work hard and don't fucking complain about mm-hmm. everything is infinitesimally small. Yeah, it is. So, it is. It so is. Good, Good, good luck finding 30 people who are in really good shape who make good employees. Well, I mean, yeah. the success of this company has been based around us not looking for those people. Yes, so. <laughs> yes really, it has. It's funny that you say that. The, the, uh, the, we literally have found, when we, me and PJ started the company, we were like, you know what? We're going to get all a bunch of people that look like us, that are in shape, that are like, that practice what they preach, and they're all like, you know, look, look like fucking Diesel because it's Blackstone. <laughs> And then we were like, oh, that guy sucks. Oh, yeah. oh that guy sucks. <laughs> Literally everyone. Yeah. It was such a letdown, all the bodybuilders. Yeah, and- so we have all the... Actually, what these guys are into upstairs is uh, is Magic the Gathering. That's the Magic the Gathering. Yeah. MTG. Yeah. You mean you're not just going to pay me for having muscles and looking good? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that both of us at this point, 
when we meet somebody that actually like competes, we're like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I want you to work for us. Yeah, yeah. Is that Magic the Gathering? Is that like Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, pretty much. He knows more about it than me. He actually witnessed the tournament we had upstairs. I did. I did. I did. Uh, we had a tournament upstairs, and so let me. This is actually a nice Let's segue. See. This is actually this will be good because PJ is now going to explain Magic the Gathering, and all those guys upstairs listen to the show, so they're going to mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, PJ was wrong." Yeah, we'll see so. how many feel. <laughs> Let's see whose feelings get hurt. So this is an excellent segue, and uh, he did this on purpose because you know he's very well versed in radio, Mr. Aaron Sigerman. Uh I had true. <laughs> I had a Magic the Gathering tournament where the winners of the tournament got a free trip to come see Tool with me. And uh, to our listeners that don't know, Tool is a rock band. They're my favorite band of all time, and they never tour ever. And they finally went on tour, and I, I bought a bunch of tickets, right? So what PJ we loves the, the song Prison Sex. That's yeah, I do. Sorry, how yeah, I, I, I try to get myself arrested for that to happen. <laughs> um, so far, it hasn't worked. So we, uh, <laughs> what we did was we took um, – I mean, I, I, there's, no, <laughs> there's no other way to put it other than saying we took our four best nerds, <laughs> and uh, we had them play magic against each other. And these guys are now all fight to the death. Yeah, they're very, very skilled. I, I feel like I would have liked to watch the fight to the death, but that may, with these particular gentlemen, that may have taken longer than a magic <laughs> tournament. Um, but they're all these guys are high ranking magic players, I guess if that's the right terminology. And um, so, guys, uh, people that are in my age group, maybe thirty five and up, it's sort of like Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, right? But it's so much more than that, apparently. And uh, I don't know, the way they describe it is it's kind of like poker, but there's like some role play and spells get cast and things like that. Well, at the end of this tournament, uh, there are two people uh, who I predicted would win. Uh, it had nothing to do with their nerdiness. Um, one, the actual uh, <laughs> Magic the Gathering tournament, and I paid for them to come to the Duel concert with me. And uh, they were very, very appreciative. And, um, you know, finally their magic skills, you know, benefited them in some way but what i found out from this and i feel like i just i i of course wanted to be funny but i feel like i probably heard a lot of feeling feelings just now <laughs> what i found out from this is that so magic the gathering the game last year did like 350 million dollars it is wow. a big fucking i'm sorry that. isaac we did not do that on the last show oh, sorry isaac uh all the wrong a business. big yeah, i know jeez deal. So one of my guys who did not participate in the tournament, David, uh, who's like, you know, he's our right-hand man. David actually told me uh, he makes a a pretty good living selling the magic cards on the side. See, this is the part that I don't get, right? So these magic cards are are sold for money, like a baseball card or whatever. And the more, the better cards you have, the better chance you have winning the game. Mm -hmm. So isn't it just like, couldn't I be the best fucking magic card? Why can't you be the George Steinbrenner of magic, right? (laughs) And buy your deck. But they told me that it doesn't work that way. Yeah, that doesn't, that's the part I don't get. Because like, I could take a hundred grand and buy the best fucking card. Yeah. And be like, I got the best cards. What are you going to do now? Even better yet, you guys make supplements. What if you just make your own cards? Make the better make cards. Make the cards. Hey, just so you know, this card actually cards. beats all the other cards. For- forgery cards. <laughs> you know, my, my card opens up a fucking black hole. Sucks, <laughs> you, uh, yeah. sucks you right in. The black hey, hole card. They actually got offended by that and told us that the skill is what trumps that. But to me... I don't know. Aaron may feel differently. I feel like it just—it's just luck, I guess, right? I think from what I, my understanding is that it, it, it's mostly luck, and I think a little bit of money. 
It's right. luck poker. and money. Poker now. Yeah. Poker. That's what they say. But poker requires a certain amount of skill. You know, no, uh, poker absolutely requires skill, and yes, luck is is a factor. But it, there, I, I feel like there's a lot of skill yeah. involved in poker. With magic, it seems I don't know. It just seems luck is 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 really a big a big part of it. I don't know. I don't know about it. Maybe we should uh, have had David here to explain. This I can. I, I honestly, I'm a little concerned that I'm going to have people waiting outside my house for me because of this. These guys are passionate. They're about very oh, very know. passionate. It's like the people for. Uh, if it fits your macros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also known as the children of the corn. <laughs> Let's not get into uh, nutrition. <laughs> I, I told when I, I, told me this interview was not going to be no, about bodybuilding. None so, at all. You know, that's why I came here. I'm leaving. It's, okay. more, it's more about uh, uh, Magic the Gathering than it is. Do you know what's funny? So Lane's here, and that's a really big deal, right? It's a big deal that Lane's here, but no one knows because they're, they're all nerds. So I'm like, hey, fucking videotape him. That's Lane. Yeah, and they're like scared. They don't know what to do, you know. And uh, <laughs> if it if if this is a normal fitness community, they'd all be like bothering Lane and the geek, geeking out over him. And Lewis, stuff. Lewis uh, Maldonado, of course, knew and wanted him to try his homemade protein bars. <laughs> that was the only one who knew. Of course, good, yeah, of course, good. he does. Listen, he look, he gave he gave him the thumbs up. They're, they're good. good. You know, you know, you, for what they are, you know, they're not, they're not, they don't like, they're not like fudge, but they're pretty good for what what the macros yeah, well, are. You know, he seems so. Lewis. Uh, Lewis <laughs> gave. Uh, you missed this, PJ, but he came in with his little balls of uh, protein. His little weird protein little, balls uh, yes. that he makes every day. And he had Lane try them, and he was all excited. Lane liked them, and, and he felt very validated. <laughs> I was like, see, Aaron? They like, he you know what? He gave ones. me one the other day, and I'm like eating it. And I didn't know if I liked it, but I will say there was like a strangely good aftertaste, which is it's usually when you eat something, there's like a weird aftertaste, yeah. like, right? And I was like, I don't know. It's like a cereal. And he was like, Fruit Loops. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's actually what it tastes like. And he was so excited that I knew that it tasted like Fruit Loops. And um, personally, myself, like I'm not really like a bar guy. I just like to eat real food. But, it, but, but you know, the passion that he put into making these fucking Fruit Loop balls, sorry, Isaac, was, uh, it was pretty respectable, well, I think. He's into it, man. He's well, very, very into it. Well, so it's interesting you bring that up about like um, people like, well, Phil Lane, like he's going around. Like some people like, because I feel like, it's kind of interesting, like, I, f- I think, like, where we are in mm-hmm. the fitness industry, it's kind of like where UFC was, like, back in 2000, where, like, those guys, when they went to a UFC thing, were, like, mobbed. Yeah, I mean? Mm-hmm. But out in public, nobody knew who they were. Yes. Right? So that's, like, if I go to the Arnold or whatever, there's going to be a line of people waiting for me mm-hmm. to talk to me, and that's that's awesome. I feel like it's kind of like the best type of celebrity, right? You kind of pick and choose when you have Temporary, it. Temporarily. Yeah, it comes right. a little bit. It but so it's, it's funny, like, um, Paul and I, we went to the Olympia, I think it was 2013, right? And we were at Gold's, we were walking in the Gold's gym, and I'm pulling a wallet to pay to go, oh, Lane Norton? No, 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 you get in for, I'm like, oh, cool, you know? I always want to pay full price and I respect for stuff, yeah. you know, but people want to offer, cool. So the next year we go, Paul's like looking up places online for us to trade, and he's like, dude, I found this place. It is a USAPL, which is the organization yeah. that mm-hmm. for thing, regional training center. He's like, we're going to go there, we're going to work out for free. <laughs> awesome, right? So we... We roll up in there, right? And this is now actually Iron Addicts uh, uh, gym in Las Vegas now. We roll up in there, and the lady working the front desk, um, we're, we're like, okay, you know, we have this deal, whatever. She's like, okay, it's 50 bucks a week. Cool. So I start pulling my wallet, and Paul's like, but, but this is Lane Norton. 
<laughs> she just like I think I actually said this is USAPL 93 kilogram national champion. <laughs> <laughs> She's, should we walk outside and walk back in again? <laughs> she just gave this look like, yeah, but you're still paying. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's, it's pretty funny, you know, but then, you know, I got no problem, like, like, again, I'm willing to pay for a price, I understand people, they got to keep their gym open, and they got to, that's cool, like, totally understood, Uh, but then later, like, one of the, one of the people was coming out, and like, can I, can I film you, can you want to answer some questions, and I'm like, Nah, I, I, I gotta get going. You know what I mean? So Can I, I film you? What do they want to film you doing? So that's squat working out? He's actually doing like some five or six hundred pound squats, you know, like Lane does. And the guy busted out the camera and I was like, Oh. You know, See, like, I would want to film him in the bathroom only. And uh, <laughs> that's what I would want to film. I'd be curious. I mean, when, that Lane squats, when Lane squats, he's in the bathroom at least six, six or seven times. That is to true. Crap. Mm. It's, it's, really? It's, it's, yeah. Oh, it's a weird. Like, it's actually, at first it was kind of a novel, I think it's a combination of, like, you're just moving, you know, mm-hmm. and so, like, you get you get the GI motility going, <laughs> and then you also, like, I get very nervous when I Of when course, I squat, it's a big right? deal. So Really? You like, get nervous every my, time like that? Pillow, well, when you squat as heavy as he does all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, the worst case scenario is you die, you know? Yeah. So the... You don't want to be like one of those guys that, in those those random videos where their intestines come out of their asshole. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Thing. You have not seen any of those? Oh, they're frightening. Yeah, don't, don't... I don't watch injury And videos. they're very frightening, oh, those videos. Yeah, yeah. so... So, like, I'm like, uh, my PR, my poop record, is uh, actually 11 for one day. What? No way. (laughs) These are solid? uh, A lot comes out? (laughs) These cannot be solid. They have to be liquid. Not all of them, but, 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 like, matter uh, comes out. So so it might be, but you know, if you're going to go squat 650 pounds, like, you don't even want a little bit in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, times, you, protons come out. Yeah, it's going to come out. It was just protons and electrons. <laughs> Lane shits pure protons and electrons. No <laughs> neutrons. Pure positive energy. <laughs> so, so, but, you know, I, I remember, like, after, uh, it was actually, like, pretty much after every warm-up attempt, I have to go to the bathroom. And you can ask Paul when I'm even, like, training. Like, it's the average is five. So, I'll... Average is it's five. actually super annoying when he like, really makes it because he's on his way. He's a big deal. He's Lane Norton. When he really makes it, they'll have a porta potty next to the squat rack where he can just go back and forth, nice. not offset any of his training because he can just go right in. So actually, like a squat suit that has like a zipper part on the back. <laughs> you might want really to get a sponsorship from like Squatty Potty, you know, from the Howard. Yeah, could, I could yeah. see that happening. I'm actually waiting for like the the. A toilet paper sponsorship or something. Yeah, you know, well, maybe really, this could this could do it. Like, this could do it. If you're, put you over the top. Yeah, maybe a hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> no, I've actually never had that, so I've been. I've so been you're lucky. So so wait a second. So <laughs> I'm just I'm getting going back to the nervous part. Okay. So you walk up to because you squat like almost every day, right? Oh uh, no, like well, in my well, right now I have bursitis. I'm not squatting at all. Right. But uh, in my peak, it was like three four days a week. So. And you get nervous enough that you have to, because like, I've been nervous before to like, I, I don't know, we, me and PJ have done speaking stuff and mm-hmm. I've done stuff where I feel nervous and I have to go to the bathroom. And you poop. Yeah, I have to poop. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's rare. It's very rare. So like that happens to you, that kind of nervousness every time? Pretty much every time, yeah. Wow. Jeez. I, I, I feel like the, I, give you, I give you a little more respect for squatting like that every yeah. time because I, I, I don't like, I don't really like that nervous feeling that I have to go poop. Uh, yeah, so it's it's interesting if you look at sports psychology, um, like the, you know you'll like listen to guys talk and they say I, I don't get nervous, I don't get nervous, and actually mm-hmm. that's wrong. 
they do get nervous. They just perceive it differently yes. than, than most other people. Like somebody who says, I don't get nervous, they're full of shit. Or they might not be full of shit or, or lying. They just perceive those nerves differently. Like it's like, okay, this is a good thing. Like my, I'm, my body's getting ready. I'm fired up, you know. Uh, like for me now, it's kind of more of an anxious sort of thing. I train enough. I train hard enough. I kind of know what I'm capable of. Um, and so it's doesn't that take like, the fun out of it though? Like, because that doesn't sound fun. No, at all to no. Me. I mean, I don't like the, the torn up feeling in my stomach, you yeah. know. But I actually like love the nerves. Like uh, the best, the best quote I ever heard about that was uh, I was watching the Ultimate Fighter. It was the season of. Uh, did you guys ever watch that show? Yeah. I love Back that in the show. Day, yeah. so I love the it. season of Matt Sarah versus Matt Hughes. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, Big deal. Yeah, yeah. War Not a fan of Matt Sarah, by the way. Right. So you remember War Machine? The of guy course. who went fucking crazy. And yeah, he beat his girlfriend up real yeah. bad. Chrissy yeah. Mack. I've actually masturbated to her before. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you had. Just being honest. Uh, so, well, let's. If we went down to the list of porn stars you haven't masturbated to, <laughs> good point. Good point. Short, it's a different right? show. Yeah. It's a different show. Uh, so, anyways. The back before War Machine completely lost his mind and went mm-hmm. crazy. He's he's getting ready to fight in the show and he's like puking before his fight. He's like he's hunched over like a five gallon bucket and he's like freaking out and he's like I hate feeling this way, man. I, I hate this. I can't I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And Matt Sarah looks at me and goes, "What are you talking about, man? That's the feeling of being alive." Mm-hmm. And I actually I, I that stuck with me like that like okay you care about something so much that like it's physically like. Messing you up a little bit. Like, yeah. To me, that's kind of cool, actually. I'm glad Matt Sarah like, said something good. Yeah. Most, <laughs> most people never get that kind of feeling. Like they don't they don't care about anything enough to get fired up enough about it. You know. Yeah, so, it's a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. Yeah. So you know, yes, if you if you fail, you know, it's 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 a big downer. But when you succeed, fuck, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know I I was you never. You just gotta make sure you don't do too heavy weights. <laughs> Just stick with like six hundred. I, I was never as good as a uh, lifter as Lane, uh, but I actually started out as a power lifter. Like some of my followers know that, and uh, for me, I couldn't do a proper squat workout until I had all my poops out of me. Like that was yeah, like yeah. part of my ritual. Was like I got to poop for a little while first, make sure I get it out. And then I can go in and do it the right way because your nerves, they start to really, really kick in. Oh, yeah. And and most people that enjoy the squat, like you love the squat, like that was my favorite exercise. So when you love the squat, there's a lot of, of uh, emotion that goes into it. And, and certainly those nerves kick in and you go to the bathroom. You absolutely go to the bathroom. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I could eat Combine a fucking... Combine that with pre-workouts? Yeah, I could yeah. eat a pizza. I could eat a whole fucking pizza and go bench. No problem. But for the fucking squat, hell no. That it, pizza would um, be coming out over and over and over and over. It doesn't matter for me, so I eat the pizza anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now that we're talking about being nervous and stuff, a lot of times you know, people get nervous also when they're going to race. And oh. PJ actually uh, – see that with the segue again. PJ actually huh? spent this last weekend, my birthday weekend, uh, racing cars. Yep. And he went to this uh, quarter-mile race called – what is it called? Want to go fast. Want to go fast. Want to go fast. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have to poop before you went fast? I did. A diaper? Did you? Wow, diaper. That'd be funny. If <laughs> poop. He has to poop in the car. I did. I did. You did actually poop before you went fast. Yep. Wow. Uh, that morning, I got up, make sure I got my poops out. Wow. I actually didn't eat the entire day because um, you were nervous. Yeah, going that fast gets you a little nervous. Well, yeah, people people die, crash and die doing that. I mean, it is possible. <laughs> so far in the history of this event, nobody has crashed and died. But to your exhaust, I got nervous today. Well, yeah. there you go. It's a. It's. I actually pooped a little. A fast. So, so here's the. Uh, that was a great segue. So here's the 
stats on Want to Go Fast. The event, uh, it, it is uh, third oh, year, I believe. And uh, when it went live, it sold out in 12 minutes. It's factual numbers. Wow. And um, I was not part of that first 12 minutes, but my mechanic, he's got some connections. It's my buddy Rob from Fineworks Automotive, and he got my car into the race. And so basically, you got 150 cars that are very, very, very fucking, sorry, I like fast cars. And much of them are cars that, that drag race or street race or quarter mile race. And this is a half mile event. Much, 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 much different. This event is about how much you can get the top speed up to. What can you get that top speed up to? Before can you get to you poop? <laughs> yes, before you poop, they have a porta potty at the end of the track. So it's a half mile track. So starting up fast or exploding or doing all that stuff, it's irrelevant because it's what can you get that speed up to? So now I'll just throw some numbers out for you guys. The biggest percentage of people were going between like 120 and 130 miles per hour. Then there was another large group. That was going like 130 to 140 miles per hour. Then there was a very, very small group that was going 140 to 160 miles per hour. And then outside of that, there was maybe five cars that went over 160 miles per hour. Now, my car went 161 a couple times. It was very, very consistent around 160. Now, let me just say that the cars that went more than 160 were doing like 220 225, they were 230. Built, they were built specifically. These were cars that came on tractor trailers just to just absolutely explode down the track. And they have very, very sophisticated software and they check the Jet diagnostics engines? on everything. What's that? Jet engines? Basically. I mean, they're like rocket ships, these yeah. cars. It's amazing. Were they street legal if they can go? Nope. None of them are street legal. Uh, underground racing is one of the big ones. Titan Motorsports, uh, Hefner. These are the big companies that sponsor a lot of events like this, and it's just amazing what these cars can do. Just watching it happen. If you sit there and watch it, whether you like cars or not, you're like, holy fucking shit. Sorry, Isaac. Now, everybody else, you've just got a fast car, right? So you're racing against each other. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, yes, I want to have the high miles per hour, but I want to beat that fucking guy that's next to me, too. And it's intense, dude. Your nerves are racing, and you're looking at the car, and you're looking at the light in front of you, and they've got, like, the lights that go down, like, yellow, 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 and then green. And so you're, like, watching it. You're, like, watching for it to turn green, and it takes off, and you just hammer it, and you just go. And it, it is such a uh, adrenaline rush. It is a true freaking adrenaline rush that it, it, it it's hard to explain the way it feels but at the end of the day I'll, it's so crazy as fast as i was going all i wanted to do was go faster i wanted to find a way to go faster and is that what you're gonna do i would like to go faster yes so did, and I, you pooped i hear it's like, an addiction. like <laughs> you know you get your car you have a i didn't do this just so you know paul it was only pj to do this Bro, it's uh, I know, but I'm, it's just the idea of, like, you have a very fast car. Yeah, it's very fast. But it's shooting. like your next tattoo. You have a tattoo. Talking to the mic, Paul. You want to get to 170. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to get to 180. So now you're going to take it to your mechanic and have him modify the turbo. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want it to get to 200. Well, here's the deal. What what happened at this event, I'm going to make a quick statement here, is that we discussed my car and what my car did and what, what other cars did. 
my car did as much as a street car can possibly do. So my mechanic said to me, you've got to have this, like, talk with yourself. Do you want to turn your car into a pure track car? In which case, things are going to break. You're going to fix it. They're going to break again. You're going to fix it. You're going to take it to the track. It's going to go 200 miles per hour. Maybe it'll break. Maybe it won't. But it's, it's not a street car anymore. And so what I decided is that my car has done the most it could possibly do as a street car, and I'm leaving it alone, and I would like to build a track car now. Oh, mm. shit. Mm. See, this is like, it's the same thing, you know, squat 600, and then it's like, oh, I want to do 650 or whatever, you know, so it's like, builds up. And the same thing, like, for me, my hobby, like, shooting guns or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, like, I got comfortable on a range, shooting down a range, like, all right, I want to take out into a class and fucking... Yeah. Run and gun, you know what I mean? Do tactics. Yeah. Shoot around corners and, like, you want to go fast, fast, faster. You know, you can see, you know, we, we actually, um, it can be tough to come down, like, off that. You know what I mean? And uh, we, we actually have a friend of ours who's a 12-year Navy SEAL sniper veteran. That's badass. Holy and he shit. Was, and he's, oh, the dude is, he's a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. What up, Bates? What's up, Bates? And, uh, Bates, I don't know you. I like your, I like your background. Fucking, dude, this guy's, this guy's a badass, <laughs> right? So even other SEALs will tell you how bad this team I'm is. I'm thinking about American Sniper right now. It's making me sad. He's friends with him. It's making me sad, with, that he movie. He's friends with Chris oh, Kyle. So. Oh. But um, he, uh, you know, like if you look at his hobbies, like he'll just go like... Kill like, people. He's driving over a bridge and he's like, oh, I wonder if we'd like to jump off that bridge. Okay, let's try it. Like jump in the water, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's fearless. Like it's really, yeah. it's really hard to come down off that high. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so he talked about like uh, when he came back from, from overseas, he's like, yeah, like when I decided to you know get out and, and live a normal life, like it's like, one of the hardest things I ever did because once you get used to that like adrenaline junkie level, it's tough. And like I've... I'm 34 years old. I realize like I can't parallel it. I can't compete forever. And even though it's a small part of what I do, like I do can I, I do love it, you know. And so it's like at a certain point, I won't be able to do that anymore. And like I've already started thinking about all right, well, what would I do? All right, okay, well maybe I could get into competitive shooting or I could do fishing tournaments or whatever, you know. Because it's not you want to be the best at the next thing. Whatever that competitive thing. drive never goes away, you know. I he's handsome, by the way. I'm looking at him right now. Oh. Isn't he? Yeah. All oh, PJ stunner. PJ gets a few drinks in him talking about nah, seeing like into the bathroom and how handsome these men are. If you, if you hung out with Ryan for half an hour, is this is this Dan, Diana Dahlgren's boyfriend? No. Ex ex fiance. Oh. Ex fiance. So her, the first time friends. I hung out with Ryan Bates, it was in a room Good with about four or five IFB Bikini Pro women. <laughs> Bates. Nobody and, gets and your own There's fucks. 12 guys in there sitting around Bates, and he's telling stories. Oh, that's, really? That's telling the stories to the Bikini Girls? No, no. No, about <laughs> war, about <laughs> life, about opening And bars. they're like, did you see my suit? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> and no, nobody gives a fuck about the Bikini Girls. <laughs> no, nobody gives a fuck because they're like, like all these hot girls, and they're like, okay, just like tell me more. You they're know, like, I like green. He's such a man's man, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to finish this. It's just I'm finishing it. I want, I want to talk about guns. So let's uh, let's go to commercial right. break real quick, and we'll come right back and talk to Lane Norton, Paul, and PJ about guns, because I know a little bit about guns. <laughs> and I really only know a little bit. Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio with PJ Braun, myself, Aaron Singerman, Leighton Norton, Paul 
Ravella. 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 For some reason, I want to say Riviera. Wait, did you know. did you say myself Probably. and Aaron Singerman? We, that, that's because I'm twice as important. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Paul Acapella. Paul. Acapella. And then we sing. You're not even that hard, even though. Like, no, but maybe I should change it, like PJ did, to Braun, like something that really. I changed my name. <laughs> oh my god. He spit half a protein bar of his mouth, shouting that. <laughs> Paul, uh, we were walking upstairs, and Paul's like. Uh, PJ Braun's like a cartoon name. It's like not a real name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect name for someone with a bodybuilder, right? Know, like, my real name is George Jetson. <laughs> I changed it to PJ Braun. Even the baseball player Ryan Braun was yeah. jacked. That was yeah, my yeah. Jewish cousin. It's like Philip Smith. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to be Braun. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Smith is actually black, so. Let's get, into, let's get into it. Let's, you, you are not black, though, sir. No, So let's get into bo- guns with that in mind. Uh, that was not a good. Segment. You just lost half our yeah. half our audience. Right there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> PJ's the racist one, not me. Okay, well, I'm okay. Jewish. I can't be. Um, guns. I actually this made me lose half of our uh, audience. I am a, a convicted felon. Mm. Everyone in this room already knows this. Mm. Everybody listening may not know that, but I'm leaving. Mm. Oh, Lane just left oh. again. again. Um, I when I was 18 years old, I got convicted of. Um, Possession with intent to distribute steroids. Mm. He's a very, very bad man, a degenerate. I'll be honest. We're a woman. Have those bad steroids. Lane Norton and Paul did not take those. those. They do not take those. Just so you know. Mm -mm. Before we get any bad comments, Lane Norton, not Natty. That's also why I'm 50 pounds less than everybody (laughs) in this room. It's just me that did the and well PJ too, but he didn't. We don't even get caught. (laughs) So when I got when I got in trouble when I was 18, uh, unfortunately I I pleaded guilty to a felony and I could not own a gun. Well, thankfully, times have changed, they have. and uh, it's been um, well over 10 years. I have a lawyer on the case. His name is Lenny Levinson, in case you want to know. Lenny, Le- Lenny Levinson. Pretty cool Goyam? name. Now, that's, yeah, uh, that sounds like a made-up name right there. <laughs> that's a lawyer name Double if I've ever heard one. So this guy, he's going to get rid of my shit for me, and I am going to be able to own a gun again. So Expunge. Expunge and sealed. Freedom! Thank you. Expunge and sealed. So... Um, you know, I always told Lane, because Lane is a gun nut. He's a self-admitted gun nut. Right? He's one of those guys that, You've like, all seen him shooting shit. He all collect. He, like... He, dude, he's such a gun nut. He collects the guns. He gets the assault rifles like and all shit. this shit. He's got, like... He's storing ammo under his house <laughs> for the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I've got a whole, you know... I've got 18,000 gallons of water. <laughs> Just ammo. And then... And he actually goes around the house dry firing at like electronic targets, it's like practice. <laughs> that's actually true. That's actually true. Right? Is it true? No, no, no. no. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I have, I have a, I have a, there's a targets you can buy that basically you stick a, um, a laser, like a little cartridge in uh-huh, your barrel, uh-huh, yeah. and you can use it to basically shoot at a, a a target that's electron that will register when you hit it. So what you're so. doing is walking around dry firing a target. No, I'm not walking around. I'm just taking it in one corner of the house. He does. He does. Yeah. He has the. Do they talk one. shit to you? Those targets? Yeah, I'll be funny if they're like, they fuck talk you, late. Talk a little shit. shit. What I do is I take uh, comments off Instagram and post them on. Instagram, <laughs> you know, so takes like profile pictures and prints them out. Puts them on the target. Like cuts out like a hole in the head and puts that. Wow, man, I, I can see Lane doing that. Yeah, yeah I could see Lane doing that. Too. <laughs> really. Uh, yeah, you got to aggressively. No, I feel no. like he's he's precise with this. Well, good sixty nine. I'm natty. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's interesting is actually um, I do have some rage in the gym, but I'm actually pretty zen when I shoot. Like I, I love going shooting because it's the one time that and fishing. Uh, I'm another like I love to fish, but mm. um, 
those are the two hobbies where I kind of just zone out. I don't think about anything else. Like I just do if that. I, fishing and shooting. If yeah. I ever do the yeah. fishing, I won't do this when I'm shooting, but if I ever do the fishing, I, it must be drinking as well. Drinking does go with fishing. I feel like it. It depends on what kind of fishing because everybody who's been on my boat has gotten seasick because mm. uh, me and my buddy Will are the ones who usually go out and we're both fishing nuts. And so when we go out, it's not like, okay, let's drop an anchor and let's see if anything bites it. No, we're fucking going out and we're going hard to try yeah. and catch some shit. PJ. So we're trolling me. in like three foot waves and people are like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Remind me not to go fishing with him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go we'll go on a calm day. We're going to calm day. We have a little fishing video that's out there. Yeah, there is a fishing. PJ went fishing. Oh, I didn't get to go on that one. That was a fun one. So so Aaron, now that you'll be able to own a gun, um, have you given thought to like what what sort of a, do you want something for self defense? Something for fun? Yes, do you want yes. something just for home defense? Like, what are you wanting? So I've been I've been doing my due diligence. You know, I am Good a researcher man. by nature. Uh, so uh, the first thing I did was googled what's the best thing for home self defense, and I found PJ. You'll be surprised by this. The most the best thing for self defense is actually a shotgun, which I was very surprised that a shotgun. Would be the best thing for self defense because it sprays out the pellets. It's debatable. It's debatable. So they actually, say because it doesn't go through the walls. That's actually wrong. That's actually wrong. You can go to YouTube and look at. Um, so because the pellets are round, mm-hmm. they will actually penetrate more than like an AR fifteen. So a, a a five five six or a two two three round is made to tumble when it hits a medium. Tumbler. So it will actually go through less uh, walls huh. than a shotgun would. A shotgun. I think there's a. There's so a video it's the there. rounds that are there. So your concern so, was the so, walls. Yes, you don't want over penetration. Because so. you don't want to hit. You don't. Go, so this is the the risk, PJ. Okay. So you know, is you may shoot a burglar. He's mm-hmm. coming in. And he's like, I'm going to rape your wife and your children. And and you say, Oh yeah, and you shoot them. And mm-hmm. then you shoot them. The bullet goes straight through his head mm-hmm. into a wall, past the wall, through a car. Into another wall of the home next to you, oh. through another child, into life. another child, oh into another God, child, and through the wall. So, so the, the and you kill three children with that. The thing That's is, people up. have always speculated because I'm going to get scientific on you now. Uh-oh. Because, a, because, like for example, a rifle has such high velocity; it shoots right. an AR-15, for example, will shoot about 2,800 feet per second. Um, That's crazy. But the bullet itself, the cantilever on the bullet is made so that when it hits a medium, it begins to tumble. Mm. Because for a bullet to penetrate through a target is not optimal because you're losing that energy. If it's if the bullet goes through the target, it's no longer doing damage. You want that bullet to stay in a target. Mm-hmm. And so the two two three or five five six round, which is what an AR-15 shoots, was designed so that when it hits uh, a target... It begins to tumble and it, it disperses that energy within the target. Mm. So it actually has much less over penetration than a than a shotgun does, which are just round pellets, which actually can penetrate more. So there's a few different advantages to a, an AR-15. For example, is that one, you've got more rounds. Two, it's easier to shoot. It's easier to handle. It's, it's shorter, so it's easier to manipulate around walls and clear areas. And three, you can put reflex. Well, I guess you could do that in shotgun, but you can put a reflex sight on it. You can be more precise with it. Whereas, like, let's say you're talking about a situation where you've got to make a precise shot. Um, it's all theoretical, but if you have to make a precise shot with a shotgun, I mean, you're talking about how confident would you be, right? Like, it's 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 pretty difficult. By the way, Lane has a dog tag around his neck right now with all this gun talk. <laughs> no, no, the, I'm not, well, I noticed I was, when I looked over. I was going to say, you lost me, PJ when you started saying AR-15. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain. So the dog tag, for people who are watching, I uh, participated, <laughs> the camera. participated in uh, Marcus Luttrell's Celebrity Softball. Oh, that's cool. That's right? fucking cool. Name drop. Are you guys familiar with cool. him? Of course. Yeah, so long, we all watched that movie. Long 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 long
Because I, I, I read like the book. Our, our country movie. is dumb. You know, you fucking. Our fucking country movie. is fucking dumb. So Marcus Luttrell was uh, the, the subject survivor. of the movie Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. He was the book. Lone Survivor, actually. And uh, so he gave. I went to. His, what a fucking gut wrenching movie, dude! And he's what that, a terrible decision. Kill all those people and fucking get over with it. Well, I actually, mean, look, we can do a I whole radio show about that. I would have listen. I'll just look. I'll just leave this out there. So, so I would have killed the people, and then that would have been the end of the mission. Okay, I have Lane, no kill the people or what? So, so actually, I talked to I talked to a few seals about that, yeah. and I um, basically what they said was that that was discussed, yeah. and the problem that they they came back to is they are going to be found, and we will we will be tried for murder. So I, mean, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. No, I no, think that's, that's, that's what would happen. I don't so, believe that. What dude, would happen was... in this was, climate of, of media second-guessing... How fucking fucked up was that? No, the, I don't believe that. I think that they would have really? killed you those... Really? You don't believe no, that? because they would have been gone. They would have been out of there. They would have been on a helicopter, and they would have been back in America before any of those people... You don't think them. some overzealous person could match the bullets to their guns? No, because they'd be gone, and then the government would say it wasn't our guys. I don't know. You've got to. It's such a fucked up Maybe that was their fears. Maybe that was their fears, and maybe that's legit. You've got to decide... Am I getting out of here by doing this like, or not? If they would have, you know, if they would have done that, and Marcus actually, he did an interview where he said, "If you, they said if you had to do it over again, would you? Would you?" I'm kill sure them? he would have killed said, them. Absolutely, of course, my, his friends would. My, my friends would still be alive. Yeah, I would have killed them too. Fuck so, it, we got to go to this shitty ass trial. But I mean, at least we're alive, right? So yeah. it's it's you know it's one of those things that I think it's easy to have kind of that that, that movie really is like stuff. You know, people, people, people want to think about, wars. I've watched it a couple of times. I'm like one of those people that like, you know, like, oh, this is where I'm going to get real sad, but you just keep watching anyway. But people think, you know, that like a lot of these decisions are black and white. They're not. So no. life is all a gray area, you know? So, I but, um, nice down guarantee. So anyway, Marcus, uh, <laughs> I don't feel the, terrible about part it. Of the, part of the, uh, so anyway, this, this happy, mo- <laughs> so part of the, uh, gift basket they gave to the, cool. the, the, the people who participate in the tournament was, uh, this medallion. And it says uh, "Never Quit." And it has a Lone Star Foundation logo on the back, and I just think it's a cool medallion. And, yeah, well, you, you got know, it for a good place. I, I like. I, like I wear it when I train. You know, it's it's cheesy. I'm a, you guys know me. I'm a cheese ball. You know, yeah, so I say all kinds that's of cheesy cool, though. That's fucking awesome. sayings to me, and like, but like, like, fuck. If I'm, mm, if I, I, think I'm feeling, I, I think that's awesome. Feeling Look, down on myself, or whatever. I'm like. Suck it the fuck up. Let's go. No, you know? At least that's badass. It's good to be a self-admitted cheese ball. If you can't, mm-hmm. if you don't realize it, that's bad. Oh, I know. No, that's ball. cool though. That's that's a cool. Cool story. Yeah, so he's fucking super tall too. Marcus Luttrell is. He like looks tall because six five, yeah. six six, like huge dude, huge. How can he? And hide? his wife's like four eleven. So okay, so <laughs> you know that feeling. Yeah, I do. I'm not quite that tall. She's no, not quite that no. short, but yes, I do. So, Layden, give me the uh, the advice of the of the expert. Um, what gun should I get then? First off, I'm not an expert on firearms. So, but sort but, of, but, but sort but, of more than me. So, anyway. so definitely more. So than PJ you should, you should. Huh. The gun you are most willing to train with and that you feel the most comfortable with is probably going to be best for you to be quite I like honest. the 1911. So if you I like, like a 1911... So there are... Tell some, me about the 1911. So okay. a 1911 is... Uh, basically, it's like the Cadillac of handguns. Yeah. It's, it's one I'd rather of have ones, the Ferrari of handguns. What's that? Well, you can get a Ferrari of handguns with 1911. You want to get a Wilson Combat... Okay. What would you say would be the Ferrari of handguns? A Wilson Combat or a Nighthawk. I'm writing that down. You know, Wilson... Um, Combat. So you you can spend three, four, five grand on on, on one. Damn, that's yeah. a lot. Listen, of money. I'm only gonna buy so, one gun. I'm not so gonna be like laying and have twenty. The, 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 I'm not so buying any gun. So the, I, this is all. The comparison would be like Glock. So you all heard of the Glock. Yeah. Glock is a Toyota Camry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Wilson. A lot Combat, of people have them. Wilson Combat 1911 is the Ferrari Turbo. Right. Cool. So it's 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 there it's is not no Ferrari the Ferrari Turbo, but or, I like or I even, like the even I'm all naturally aspirated lane. Damn it. 
They'll all, they'll all get you where you want to go, yes. right? Someone will die. Someone Ferrari, will actually die. Ferrari like will, will, will be a little bit flashier. Yeah. It'll make everybody at the place go, ooh, ooh ah, right? Like that. So if you show up with a Glock, nobody's going to go, ooh, let me see your Glock, right? They're, they're going, <laughs> okay, I'm with a Glock, right? Home is wrong. But it sure. works. It's reliable. It works, you know? But if you want, you know, for example, it's like, it's like going from a... Uh, uh, a Camry to a Lexus, right? Theoretically, it's the same car, mm-hmm. right? So like same a, a solid gold Wilson combat. <laughs> they make them. I'm sure they make them. So you can have it made. You know? Rose gold. Can, Rose gold, Peter. Aaron Engraved get, with my face Can Aaron on. get 24-inch rims on his gun? He may be able to. So, I mean, you can, you can get that, you know. But, um, you know, 1911s, they're a little bit more tinkerer, you know. So, uh, like, the way I've heard it described is hmm. if, if you're going to treat your gun like your lawnmower... Buy a Glock or a Smith and Wesson. Okay. Ooh, no, no, gonna, no! I'm not getting one of those. If, if, Fuck you're that. Gonna, if you're going to treat it like your car, right? You're yeah. going to tune it up. You're going to you like to play with it, take it apart, mess with it. Get 1911, right? Oh yeah. Okay. And there are certain there are certain advantages to a handgun in the home, right? In terms of one, it's a lot easier to just grab a handgun off your nightstand and go if you hears a bump in the night, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to getting a rifle, slinging it over your shoulder, and, and turning on a reflex sight. Yeah. Um, you know, also, you can, you can clear corners a little bit easier. With a rifle, you have to realize you're dealing with, you know, 32 inches overall length of a rifle in a lot of cases. This and has so been a big to, concern at PJ's. Mm-hmm. Try, trying trying to clear this around corners can be, can be difficult. Well, I mean, and Ryan talked about this, our, our friend who's a SEAL. When, when he would go in to clear a house, if he was turning a corner, he would actually take his rifle, have it up on his shoulder, and as he turned the corner, punch out. Because a lot of times there'd be somebody right there, and he would just punch him right in the face with the muzzle. Mm, that would hurt. So, a lot of people will clear a corner and they'll keep a rifle low and they'll bring it up. But if somebody grabs it, yeah, you got time to now fucking. You're, now yeah. you're in trouble because if somebody has control of the barrel of your gun, you don't have an effective. That's weapon. So you pull your K bar out and you stab in the eye, right? So, so anyways, <laughs> I mean, this Sorry. is again, I'm not by any means an expert. I don't pretend to be, but I've taken a few courses with really high level instructors and. Listen. In this room, you are an expert. I don't know if Paul, <laughs> Paul hasn't said much about sure. this, but compared to us, I could be dropping gun bro science right now. Nobody would know. I think me and PJ are eye to eye on guns. Yeah. How many do you own? Zero. He has the same amount as me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually he, said, PJ, you're gonna when you see my gun, you're gonna want a gun. And he said, absolutely not. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that um, you know, if you don't want to have a gun, that, that's fine. And he knows. Well, that's not, the great thing about America. You have the choice to have. You a gun. have a choice. I think, and, so, and, and I, I absolutely think you should have a choice. Yeah, and I don't want to get too much into politics, but you know, it's like I, I would never try to convince somebody who didn't feel comfortable or did mm-hmm. not want to own a gun to own a gun because you're actually more of a liability. With it, if you don't feel comfortable with it, mm-hmm. all right. So, um, if you, whether it is you don't trust yourself, or you're not going to train with it, whatever. But yeah, fine, somebody could take that. the gun and then shoot you with it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I bad. mean, that is a that is a possibility. Yeah, it happens. But um, you know, if you look at the statistics, uh, people, even the untrained, um, we scare was, people, right? Even if you don't know what you're doing, you're like, oh, so. So, if you look it. at the statistics on people who defend themselves with guns, the, the conservative estimate is 150 thousand a year in the United States, I think, and the the the, the really like aggressive estimate mm-hmm. is like two million a year. So the reality is probably somewhere in between that, right? But most times it's the gun is drawn, never fired, and that solves the problem. Yeah, right? I believe so, that. Yeah. So when people, sure, if somebody points a gun at me like that, I'm going to be like, okay, never mind. My whole thing, this is how I feel about it, and I support. Um, I think that everybody should have the right to bear arms for sure. And for me, I, I at uh, 34 years of, old, of age... I've never been in, in a situation where I felt like I needed to be 35. And and I'm about to be 35. And so here's my thing. It's just, it sounds like a joke, and it, and it is in a way a joke. Um, but I am a little bit weird. I'm a little bit something. There's a few things that are wrong. He with just wants bit. to scrap. 
There's a few things that are wrong with me, and I feel like if somebody breaks into my house, they should hope that I have a gun because <laughs> the gun will get them done faster than the things that I will do to them. So the and uh, I think that anybody else, if they if they want to have a gun, then they absolutely should have the right to have a gun. And as far as owning cool ones, I'm kind of like, well, why wouldn't I just go somewhere and rent all of them one day and just shoot them all at once, you know? do that. Get it all out of my system. Why not rent a car? Why not rent a cool car? I do that all the time. But it's cool to own one. I own he some very, very cool cars. And I still rent crazy ones. So, so you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's I, I think part of it too is when you have kids kind of changes things like you mm. understand like the, the value of being a protector and that yeah sort of i thing. don't have kids yet so. and the way i look at it I, I there's a gun instructor called travis Haley. his name's travis haley and he's a great gun instructor and i like what he said he said if somebody breaks into my home i don't want a fair fight i want it to be as unfucking i want yeah night, i want night vision lasers and i want to end them as fast as i possibly mm. can i don't want any kind of fair fight you know if it's just you or whatever then that's kind of your choice you yeah know? and but when you, you know, obviously when you have kids, the, Much you, also, yeah. you also have to um, understand the responsibility you have in terms of, um, you know, locking it up and that sort of, actually today we were driving and uh, when I was, I was, I always tell Paul, like when you carry a firearm, you have a higher responsibility. You, you, in, the, in a court of law, you're going to be looked on higher mm-hmm. in terms of like what is expected of you. So I was uh, trying to pass two semis back to back and I, I got, uh, it's a two lane road. And I got a little far enough and realized I wasn't going to make it. So I cut in front of the first semi. So he shot the first semi. He died. <laughs> he died past the, the next one. Shot the tires I, in the second one. I, 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 I went in front of him. And did I cut the guy off a little bit? You know, And so like, I can understand why he'd be upset with me. But if I would, I, I, the other risk is we're going to die in a head-on yeah. collision. So if he wants to be mad, that's fine. So we pull into the next gas station we see. And the guy in the truck pulls in too. And so I tell Paul, you know what? We're just going to go on down the road to the next gas station. And he's like, well, why? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. You got but, a gun, but like, kill him. But, let's, but here's the thing. Like, let's say he gets out of his truck and he's like, we're like exchanging yeah. words or whatever. And he starts to come over with towards me. We get in a little scuffle and I shoot him. You will people, kill him. People, mm-hmm. are gonna go, people are going to go, well, why didn't you just de-escalate the situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so an overzealous attorney could say, why didn't you, why didn't you just walk away? Why yep. didn't you de-escalate the situation? You could have just said, I want to have a confirmed kill. <laughs> so, so to me, it's like it's one of those things where you have to understand what your higher responsibility yeah, sure, absolutely. is, you know. And so, part of that is, you know, my is, makes is, sense is knowing to, that you like the last thing you want to do is actually shoot somebody. And Paul's like, what? Because I always get on him because his doors, his front door to his house, is fucking wide open. <laughs> he doesn't even lock it. And I'm like, bro, lock your door. It, like it's two seconds. You PJ know? used to do that before mm. he had a wife. Yeah. Before I had a wife, I actually, I used to never lock the front door. Yeah. I so, have to lock it now because my son is almost two and he opens the door and takes <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. So Paul's like, but you own a gun. Like you should be leaving your door unlocked. Like putting breadcrumbs outside, trying to get <laughs> luring them in. Like putting candy. There's like outside. a little rope with like a little thing hanging <laughs> in a carrot. A hundred dollar bill. Like, <laughs> but that, but that's, I got a funny story for Lane real quick because I think it's hilarious. Lane lives in basically a compound. You can only get in if he opens the fucking gate for you. Okay. Within that compound, he has a gym with a door on it. One day I went to open the door to get something out and the door was locked. I said, Lane, why is the door locked to your gym? He said, I don't want someone stealing my weights. <laughs> I don't. Weirder things have happened. Well, but, so the way how look, funny would that be if somebody came into your compound just and just stole your weights? weights? Just stole like the 80 pound It'd be bells. shitty. I don't yeah. lock it that much anymore to be honest with you. But... Um, if they want it that bad, to toss it over the fence and you know go get it. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, like, even if, like, let's say somebody broke into your house, they've got a weapon, you know, they're, they're threatening your family, you shoot them, it completely justified, nobody's going to look down on you for it. Guess what? You're still spending the entire day at the police station, mm-hmm. getting well, treated like a criminal, you know, like, you your, guns, your gun's going to get confiscated, <laughs> you know, so it's still going to be a bad fucking yeah, day. Yeah, it's, no it's a bad, it's a bad, very stressful yeah. day. Look, so we he, have two other big topics to talk about. And um, we're so going. Buy guns and carry guns. Huh. We're, going, we're going low on time, Lane, and Lane is very passionate. Let's about get guns. these topics because yeah. we, we we spend a lot of time. Yeah, I have I have something a little less that passionate. <laughs> <laughs> that Lane That's has less, a little How less you know? experience about experience, experience. with experience. It's not Still passionate. Not mm-hmm. He could be a very passionate. Just man. not Who as knows? much as a sample size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you we're talking about <laughs> what was what was Paul's? <laughs> Paul's a little more experienced yeah. than I am. <laughs> Everybody's more experienced than you are. <laughs> sex. Oh, sex. High school kids are more experienced. That, Paul's like, that Paul's like I gotta talk about it. I gotta. Uh, Go to the bathroom real quick. Uh, <laughs> Paul's like messing with his wedding ring. <laughs> uh, so Lane, here's for people that don't know. What, actually, I'll let Lane tell that. Lane, tell us about your your long history of sexual escapades. Yeah. So actually, the first time I was on Iron Empire Radio, <laughs> I remember that day like so well. Year, like three or four years. I ago. remember it well. I remember how, how many. And actually, Darielle is texting my wife saying they're going to be assholes to him. Don't. Don't get mad like uh, just doing their job. Uh, no, no, you guys, you guys were fine. You know, like you know me. Go. If I don't want to answer a question, I just want to answer it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you know, the question was, how many people have you had sex with? And I said, one. I've had sex with I, my wife. You, you know, know what? And, and and what I, are you up to now? Is what I'm <laughs> <laughs> still stuck on one. Still stuck on one. It's know? funny. Having, it's funny because I don't, think I, knew. <laughs> I don't think that I actually knew that uh, the answer was one. I was very surprised. I remember it was the big great show. You were surprised, but then you said, "You know what? I could, if anybody." It was, well, I no, see, no. I mean, I was surprised, like because I didn't know that that was the answer that was coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not surprised knowing you. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, like, the way it was... Listen to how passionate he was about guns, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, and video games. If you ask him about video games, you'll, you'll, then you'll really get a long answer. Go, go oh, sex. Go. All right, well... Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I, I... I kind of never just wanted to, like... First off, in high school, I didn't have the opportunity. Like, I didn't have that many opportunities, right? Yeah. And then when I got into college... Incidentally, to, PG didn't have sex in high school. It did not. By the time I got to college, it was kind of like, I was like 21, 22, when I actually like maybe kind of sort of had an opportunity. And by that time, it's like, why do I just want to do it with anybody? You know what I mean? Like, it was weird, whatever. I'm like, I don't want to just, like, I don't feel like I have to be married, but I want to at least be meaningful. Did anybody make fun of you in high school for that? Or I mean, after high school, like in college? No, they made fun of me for pretty much everything else. (laughs) Uh, What did they make fun of you for? They never got down, oh, fucking being geeky, nerdy, pick your... Pick your fucking uh, cliche adjective, you know. <laughs> okay. So, um, by the time I got to college, you know, actually it was funny. When I was in college, I, you know, not hooked up in terms of sex, but did other stuff with this one girl who kind of had a reputation, right? Like anal stuff, right? No, Ooh. no, no. Never done that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. This was, this was, uh, like, I guess you consider like second or third base, right? Right. Um, <laughs> but, so she like leaves my dorm room one night and all my friends, are, we were lived in an on-campus apartment. They're like sitting around a table, and they, I come out. And they're like, "Lane, we need to talk." I'm like, "What? What are you? What are you talking about?" And they're like, "You, you know what she's known for, right? Like, like, like she, like she, she's not a good girl for you to see, man. You shouldn't see her." I'm like, you motherfuckers fuck like five girls a day, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like not even banging this chick, and you're telling me I can't like, 
you, you're too nice. You, you can't do that. And I'm like, she had been, f- she had been around a little bit, is what they're saying. Apparently, yeah. So, but you know, I, I, again, it wasn't one of those things where I looked down on anybody who chose to do that. You know me, I'm a libertarian. So you could have been, you could have been, you could have had two. I if these guys wouldn't just fuck you. So hold on a minute. Let's I get back to this girl. I had the opportunity to be. So you're like, supposed you're, to hang out with this girl. Everybody's putting shit in your head. And then, PJ knows her, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> now my, my like opportunity was. She's sponsored by Prime. It probably like three or four before I met my my wife. Uh, so, but when I got to her, you know, I, I fell in love very quickly with Isabel. Like we 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 clicked really quickly and. Like you know, we didn't wait till we were married or anything, but mm-hmm. um, she just happened to end up being the one that uh, the one that's. What do you? What was it about Isabel that made you click instantly? Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's it's hard to describe because, like, we met online mm-hmm. on Match.com. Yes, I needed Match.com to meet mm-hmm. my meet not Jade. Keep going. <laughs> and um, I met plenty of girls. Like I uh, <laughs> none of them are my wives. No. <laughs> so I. I you know, we just, it was never like, should I call her? Should I not call her? If I get her flowers, is it going to be too much? It just, mm-hmm. like, it felt like it was easy. You know what I mean? And so, um, like, uh, you know, we've had our, we've had times in our relationship where things have been difficult, like anybody. And, um, you know, but overall, it's always been like, she's always been super supportive of me. And uh, one thing about my wife, and, and you know this, and Paul knows this, like, you know, she's not perfect and we're not perfect, but she is the most loyal Staunchly defensive person of me, hell fucking th- yeah, that, that you will ever meet. That is so freaking hard to find. Yeah, and and, and and loyalty is very hard to find. Hell she, yes, you know it's like Isabel could be as pissed off at me as you could possibly imagine if somebody said something. I mean, she's like, hey, yep. don't you fucking talk to him like that. That's my husband. She you will. Know what I mean, yeah, I've, so I know, I know that. You guys have seen this yeah. firsthand. So yeah. you know that's like loyalty to me is one of the major character traits I look to. And so, um, yeah, that's probably one of the things you stuck around. And, you know, like, obviously, when we met, we were hot as shit for each other and all that all yeah. that sort of jazz. But, you know, as you know, like, eventually, that stuff wears off. And it's kind of like, what are you left with in terms of, like, do you actually care for the other person? Mm-hmm. Are you guys on the same team? You know, and so all that stuff remained. Yeah. That's what we were talking about in the commercial break. Because we have, me and PJ, and I'm not going to name names or give too many details because in case anybody could be listening to the mm-hmm. show. We have a person that we know in our, in our lives. It's a girl that has been with a, a dude for eight years and they have sex three times a day. Claim. So much. Claim. Supposedly, supposedly the reason why I believe it, I can't even reload that fast. So they claim the reason, the reason why I believe it is because it's the girl and she's not saying it in a, like a braggadocious mm. way. She's saying it like, I wish it would stop way, but you never know. You never know. What are you holding those carbon supplements in your hand? Mm-hmm. Carbon, thinking about, okay. thinking about making gains. He's looking right at with Lane's light right in the eyes. The look at him yeah. fucking staring right at Lane's picture. Look how mean I look right there. Yeah. He looks mean. I do look mean. You look, uh, you look not happy. Like You're not happy with that. Yeah. The day. The I, way the day's events went, like, you weren't happy. It should have been like a big cheese and smile. I'll have supplements, yeah. I am... I find your gains lacking. You're like, yeah, you're like looking at them, gazing at them unappreciatively. I'm like, ugh. It does look like he just saw a squat above parallel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's like, I just pooped. <laughs> I was nervous and I pooped. No, there's no, there's no forehead veins showing, so that's not the case. Yeah, so that's, that's the Lane sex story. Now I want to get on to something else to make fun of Lane about. Excellent. Um, when, when Lane, PJ doesn't know this because he, he hadn't pulled up yet, but when, uh, when you guys got out of the car, did you take, first of all, did you take the Lair out today? 
I did not. I have the Pathfinder, which is like the, the, the super high-end car for me. Oh, you got multiple cars, huh? Multiple cars. Yeah, multiple cars. Boom! So, uh, <laughs> making it rain up in this motherfucker. <laughs> he pulled up, and he was like, is that your car? And I was like, is that your car, PGA's car? So Lane, <laughs> I've been trying to convince Lane for a long time now, because Lane is a business owner. It's not mm-hmm. just Lane Norton and Isabel Norton. It's Lane Bio Lane LLC. So what that means for people out there listening, because we have a lot of business questions that we will not get time to get to today, mm-hmm. um, is people wanted to know about business and how you started a business, how we started a business, what's all about business stuff, which incidentally is something that I'm very passionate about and would love to talk about, but not today. I've told Lane, you know, hey, Lane, you can lease a car, any car you want practically, and you can put it under the uh, BioLane LLC and write that motherfucker off. And Lane, you know, just like uh, a lot of people, I mean, PJ included, um, mm-hmm. pays a lot of money in taxes. So he could actually... Thank you, up. government. Yeah, thank you, government. Thank you. Ugh, we, could, we could do a whole show on that. It's funny because I, I got... This is totally aside. I'm going to come back to this. But I got interviewed before PJ came in. Uh, I got interviewed by uh, Secret Entourage, which is like an entrepreneurial website. And we were waiting on PJ. And they were like, what is your biggest concern that's in the news today? So I started thinking about it. It was like ISIS. <laughs> I'm like I'm like going through the list of things, and I'm like, you think Justin Bieber's I'm next like, concert? Dude, like to be honest, like I felt feel like a dickhead, but like taxes, I think is the biggest taxes. issue for me. Mm. And they're like, they're like, really? And I was like, you know, I was thinking of ISIS and shit. I was like, with taxes, really honestly. No, taxes comes way before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, he, they were all laughing. The, the camera guy and all the guys that were in here were laughing. IRS um, is the biggest domestic terrorist fuck, there is. Yeah, yeah so. man, jeez. Um, so anyway, I'm scared to talk about them. Yeah, you pay. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's just got audited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. <laughs> I love the IRS. The IRS about is great. We're, we're very. I love sending my quarterly yeah, check in. You know the funniest <laughs> thing is they uh, the people say. I hear this a lot. PJ's heard that. I know PJ's, and I'm sure you've heard. You should be very. You are very fortunate. Very fortunate. Oh God! Yeah. To pay them what you so fucking pay lucky. them. Thank yeah. you. Good for you. I feel really great about yeah. that check you write them. Honestly, whenever the person says that to me, I feel like hitting that person. Yeah. So, so funny story. Don't say it, Paul. Don't when, say it. when Paul <laughs> when Paul worked a, a regular nine to five job before he owned his own business, I was I was complaining about this very thing, and they said he said, "Well, you pay more taxes, you're making more money, you should be happy," and I'm like. All I can say to you is it's just different. When mm-hmm. that money comes into your account, yep. and then you have to take it, you have to physically it. Yeah, write that check to the Less IRS, doesn't, and it's doesn't not hurt just, so much. It's not just, it's not yeah. just taking out of your check. Just it's just different. I right? gotta say though, you don't. Want, and now that he owns his own business, yeah, now he he's like, oh man, yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't have a problem with paying taxes. I don't even have a problem with paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. I don't because I love the country and I love America. Mm-hmm. And I love the things that America. America has done for me, and, and I'm I'm very proud to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. What I'm not okay with is paying so much more percentage wise. Yeah. So I don't mind like, dude. T- Trump talks about twenty five percent flat tax. All day long, it'll still. I'll still pay hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. Well, those people don't realize. They're like, well, well, how somebody makes, still pay more. Somebody that makes forty thousand dollars is going to pay the same. No, they're not paying the fucking same. You mm. idiot. Yeah, if, if it's twenty percent and you make forty thousand dollars, you're paying eight thousand dollars. Yeah, you're making. Guess what? Close. You're still paying probably yeah. less. Yeah. You're if you're making a million dollars. Guess what? Twenty percent. You're paying two hundred thousand yep. dollars. You're still paying a it's crap a load of more. I think right? people don't have that 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 uh, that. 
conception of that that you're it's hard to not be a Republican. We just lost right? half our audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will get into politics, right? And lose our I audience. I feel like I feel like to be honest with you, I feel like the people that are listening to me and PJ that they're go like, own your own business for yeah. a year. I think I think everybody should have to do that. I think and then they're all logical people. Yes. I think the people that are listening are logical people that like me and PJ and they realize even if they're working at McDonald's that it's not fair for them to pay ten per, or zero percent mm-hmm. taxes to work at McDonald's, maybe, and me to pay forty percent. Well, Not so I think one of the things you have to realize is like when you when so people. I had this discussion, and I always try to like logically look at data because I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, "Well, the rich people in this country don't pay enough." And I said, "Well, the top ten percent of wage earners in this country. Yeah. You go to the IRS website; it's right there. They pay seventy percent of How the taxes." How fucked up? So exactly how, how much up. do you think they should pay? Yeah. That's that's fair, and the only answer you'll ever get is more. It's never it's never an exact percent. We should have to pay less. What do, what do you think is <laughs> right? is eighty percent reasonable? Is ninety percent? Well, so, this is the, this is the thing that we're so, talking about. Is that this is another interesting thing? Is that you know PJ and me have an employ employ over fifty people mm-hmm. full time employees. We you have, are doing a service to the economy right. by doing so. Now, if you include part time people, we employ over a hundred people. Let's get my libertarian. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I, it's funny because we no get penalized for employing more people. We yep. actually pay yes. a higher. And we have also been on on both sides. We've been on very very different sides of this whole yeah. tax bracket. It's weird. So. It's weird because yeah, it's not like we were born like this. No. You know? So we anyway, all about the other side. If, if I, either of you guys are interested, my wife has actually been doing research because of our taxes, and she found that if we move to the Cayman Islands, they do not have an income tax. So yeah, we may be moving we've, we've, looked, we've looked into all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so the, 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 I actually have a house in like on a remote island that uh, <laughs> Peaches is the British first island. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's one. Things, but I, I getting back to the original topic of conversation. So, where they were going with this was that I drive the same car that I so, so yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a member of the evil one percent yes. of wage earners in this country. I'll, I'll readily admit that. Yes, I'm the evil one percent, the you one know, that I, you hate. And I drive, <laughs> I drive you hate. a 2003 Alero. See, that's something Alero. you should be proud of there. Boom. I, I am, he I, says it like he's proud. Yeah. I, I'm ashamed for you. I don't even know what a 2003 Alero is. It's uh, nobody bad. knows. It's ugly, too. It's, so ugly. It is, it's it a is mule a, that a has, car. like, I bought so that car his car is so bad. hanging from it. PJ, his car is so bad that Joe Donnelly contacted me. <laughs> I know this story. He oh, I remember the story. They wanted us to me. Yes, donate to his car, right? So he contacted me. And he goes, hey, man, it's Lane's birthday next week. And he's like, he's like, I am... I want to talk to you and uh, PJ because I want to lease him a 5 Series BMW. <laughs> <laughs> my car is so painful, even my friends yeah. can't stand yeah. it. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, he's like, yes, it's only $500 a month or something. It's like, if you put up $200 a month and PJ puts up like $100 a month and I'll put up the rest, we can, uh, we can then get this car for Lane. He's like, he's like, what, what do you think? Yeah, it looks good. You're looking at the Lero. He's like, you got like a little it. spoiler on the back. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does have a spoiler. On and the so back. I'm like, I'm like, hey, Joe, you realize Lane can afford the car if he wants. He can. Yeah, he can I car. remember this conversation. Yeah. I called PJ about it. Yeah. I was so yeah. like flabbergasted by the that Joe wanted to buy you a car. <laughs> That's in a great shape. Like, do you, I was and like, you know do what you I know? said? I said I, I wouldn't like, accept it yeah, anyway. I was like, do you know Lane? And he was like, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, if you bring Lane a BMW and say me, you, and PJ paid for this car for him, he's not going to take it, bro. And he's like, he's like, yes, he would. Why wouldn't anybody take a BMW? I'm like, because he wouldn't, bro, because he can afford to get a, the 5 Series if he wants it. And he's like, he's like, I think if we just get it delivered, he can't, but he can't say no. I'm like, 
I was like, dude, I've got to be honest with you. I'm not interested in buying one. <laughs> just just no, to be honest should. with you, Joe, I would actually pay for a car to, to run Joe over with. <laughs> <laughs> just for suggesting that. No, I mean, so, so like, uh, part of it, you, I got to kind of understand my background, like where I came from. And, like, I understand you. First off, I'm not a car guy, right? Not a car guy. So, so I don't you get. Would, you could be, though. You could be. Yeah. So I love, okay. I love. Like I've always wanted to have a boat, and that's so. When I got some sure. some really good disposable income, I got that. But like, so you have a good boat. I've always been. I've always well. I paid twelve grand for it, so it's not like a, a super yacht or anything, you know. But it, you it does a the job. Boat. I have a moderate boat. Moderate and, boat. Um, so I I've always been like really focused on. I came from. I don't want to oversell it because we weren't poor poor or anything like that, but like. Lower middle class, and, and I feel like first, you came from the same place that I came from, and PJ for, came from a, le- a place less than me. And you for, came from, first, actually. first person in my family to ever go to college, anything like that, and like when I started earning over six figures a year, I think the first year I did that was like two thousand nine or something like that. Um, I realized, wow, like I've got the chance to basically change my family tree, like change like how things have gone mm-hmm. for my entire family. And so, as maybe as silly as that sounds, I feel like a large responsibility no, that's a big deal. to yeah. to do that. And so part of it is like, listen, if I loved cars and that was something that really like interested me, I'd probably go out and buy one, right? But for me, it's like, meh, just gets me around town. So I'm going to drive this. I paid $4,000 for this car. I still have it. I, it, it cost me nothing to own. And so uh, I'm going to drive it until it doesn't drive anymore. And then when it, when it doesn't, I'll, I'll buy something. Let me nice, ask you a question. You know? There's two things. First off, one off, I I, I, but I do look funny rolling up to bodybuilding shows with all these, <laughs> like at the Tampa Bay Pro, and everybody's like driving up in their fucking Mercedes. All these guys who can't actually afford it, you know, you know how yes. bodybuilders yep. are driving up in cars they can't afford. Here comes Landon Zalero with his "I love so, my Schnauzers" on the front <laughs> license plate. Two things. Two things. Number one, I really wasn't that big a car guy um, until I drove my first really cool car. So. Yeah. I drove, um, our manufacturers came down and they rented a, uh, a Lamborghini Aventador, um, and which we, me and PJ eventually owned together on uh, one of these. Um, he, he rented it and we, in, he brought it to my house and I drove the Aventador and, and, uh, and I drove it around the neighborhood at night and, uh, right, well, not the neighborhood, the streets surrounding the neighborhood. And I was like, holy shit. This the hood is of Boca. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is why people buy cars like this. Because yeah. I got a huge rush out of it, hitting the gas. It felt like a roller coaster that I was controlling. And I was like, this is why people buy these cars. Because I never really understood, like, why would somebody spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a car? Because in reality, like, it, it just doesn't make sense unless there's something visceral about it. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. You haven't driven a car like that. And I, can, sure. and I can fix that. And number two, number two is that when I get into my car... Now this is the this is any car I own. When I get into the car, even though I pay a lot of money a month, we pay. I mean, on the Rolls Royce, I don't. I own that cash, but most of the cars we pay thousands of dollars a month on. I get into the car and I turn it on and I leave for work every morning and I say, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> I say, "Hell yes!" Yeah. And I say, "Everything that I am doing is worth it." Yeah. And this is a reminder every morning. To work my ass off so that mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever, ever have to get rid of this. I feel the same way in my car. So. And I never once in the history of owning a nice car from the from the first Mercedes, which you saw I got, that I was very, very proud of. Actually, the first, even the, I had an Acura that I was extremely mm-hmm. proud of. 
I never got into that car, started the car up, and said, man, I wish I wouldn't have spent this money. Mm-hmm. Never. Defense would like to cross-examine? <laughs> <laughs> Ask any questions you like. No, no. So, so part of the reason that I haven't done that is because absolutely I could, I could see that. Where So right now I am a he- – it's like – so I've never smoked weed. Right, mm-hmm. um, and I have no problem with that. I think weed should, weed should be legal, libertarian lane. Yeah. Um, and um, but people are like my buddies. Some of my buddies are like, "Oh, you gotta try it. You should try it." I'm like, nah, "Why? Nah, I'm, nah, I'm a happy person. It. Like, I don't need to. Like, what's the best case scenario? I like it. Now I gotta spend money on it. And like, now I gotta worry about where I get it from. Like, no, no, I'm good. You know, like I'm a happy person. So that's those I'm are like, weird concerns. I look at it the same way. Like I'm like, all right, what's the best case scenario? I love this car, and now I'm going to go spend a bunch of. Like I'm perfectly happy. Let me right ask now. you this though. Let me so, ask you this: If you had smoked the weed, right, mm-hmm. and you were, this is just like I'm trying to flip it around, right? So you just smoked the weed, and you're like, holy shit, I love this. I have been missing out. My life is better now because I have found this weed. Now I don't think that's going to be the case. If you smoke the weed. I don't think you'll feel like that. But let's just say you smoked weed and you're like, holy shit, man. I am like way better off and the weed is somehow helping me and I feel more relaxed at night. I'm sleeping better. I'm happier. Then would you say that this was a good idea? Because you can always smoke the weed and say, hey, this didn't do shit for me. I'm not doing it. Yeah. True. <laughs> hey, I, have, I, have an idea, I have an idea for a middle ground. What if we smoke like, weed tonight? What if we start a fund to pimp Lane's ride? Right? Oh, we do uh, pimp hey, Lane's ride. Mechanic. Put a turbo on it. Put some wheels. Put in a. Oh, stereo. I think that you could really get those numbers up high. Yeah. There's a lot of people pimp. that would want to. Hashtag pimp lanes ride. Right? <laughs> Only so. if we could do it with the Alero, I would totally be. I'll put a thousand. We would want to do it all to the Alero. Put some nitrous in it. Fast and Furious style. If anybody wants to start GoFund, would you honestly? Would you accept the money? If it was just to fix up the Alero. People are, are willing. You know what? People can spend their money however they want. I think there's better things they can donate. <laughs> yeah. That's just, a yes. That's a yes. Please. thousand dollars. I'm putting a thousand dollars. I'd rather you right donate now. to the BioLane Foundation. <laughs> but um, Forget about that. We want the lane. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be a damper on good times. We, we got, got go about right 10 now. minutes left. No, no. We got Max. Go. We max. Got max. We have 10 minutes. You want to do 10 more minutes? I was no. I actually want to run out of this room. I've had enough of Lane. And, <laughs> and, All right, well, but I will say I could stretch it for 10 minutes. Um, I do have to bring my car over to the mechanic to get the flammable gas out of the trunk. That would that be a good, a good idea. idea. That is a good and idea. And to get some actually street legal tires on there. Would That's be all right. I think, it's, I think it's a good, uh, good story because uh, Paul has to go check in for his show. There actually, you go. Actually, you should tell that story real quick about why he's competing. Bust it out. This, Bust it out. Oh, go, Paul. Go. All right. So as you guys know, Lane has a, a big influence and a following in the sport. So he invited me Wait, to attend... Some Wait, seminars. Wait, I don't get it. So we're Tell us to, who he is. Basically, we're going to Australia to to you know give seminars on and instruction on everything from lifting to Come nutrition to BioLane.com. Go sign up for the seminars. Uh, so many plugs. Buy my shit. I would just like to plug L- Lauren Collin if, if I can. Lauren's going to be there. That too. sounds messed up the way that I said it, but I didn't mean it like Whoa, that. Whoa! Wait, you, you want to plug Lauren Collin? Plug her. I just want to. Add her into the group of people PJ, that I calm like. Down, calm down, bro. Calm down. Wow. <laughs> so, so no, Lauren's actually going to be at our seminar. There you go. So That's why I so said she's, that. She's one of our best friends. I knew this already. So I decided if I'm going to be in Australia, it would be fucking cool to compete in Australia because how many times in my life am I going to get to do that? And Lane's flipping bill for me to get over there. So <laughs> I started looking into it, and then NPC wanted me to be nationally qualified to compete. And uh, this was like January 10th. And I said, well, how the hell am I going to get nationally qualified by by March? And it turns out there's an outdoor show in Fort Lauderdale, January 30th. How about that? 
It's so. called the uh, Back Porch Classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Back Door Classic. Sorry. <laughs> and we hope that he wins. We think that he will. He's, he's obviously in good shape. I can see it through his clothes. but uh, Very lean. You never know who might show up at the Back Porch Classic. So. <laughs> Some thick, sleeper may show up. Thick, solid, tight. <laughs> wait, wait. Is Genova going to be there? Oh, you never know. People, he's around. Wait, he's hovering around. order 66, you he's bro. He's hovering around. If he's, <laughs> if, he's, if, he's, if he's off Fox News. I can guarantee you, you do not want to be order 66. <laughs> <laughs> Eduardo's going through that the other day. Oh, it's the worst. Worst. I, just see, I don't actually like keep up with all that, but I, every once in a while I see order 66, motherfucker, and I'm like. You don't want that. No, okay, you don't want it. Stay away from it. You're better off. I wouldn't even mention that again, Lane. Don't, don't, tase, <laughs> oh, don't no. tase me, bro. Don't no. tase me. Don't put that into the air. Into the, uh, <laughs> people will pick it up and be like, uh-oh. Lane wants to order 66. <laughs> I've opened the... Uh, Mark Lobeliner got order 66. He got order yeah, hard. He wanted to get his lawyer involved. Got his fucking, fucking lawyer involved he after. A, he had a uh, he had a, literally a breakdown over yeah. that order 66. If you get order 66, you've got to get your lawyer involved. I mean, it's fucked up. It's just a fucked get up. Get your lawyer involved, police. You know, I... I guess you can't overlook the power of internet trolls. You like, cannot. It's pretty, you cannot. The trolls are out there coming out from under those bridges. Not, uh, Hopefully they didn't listen to this much of the show. No. They're an hour and 11 minutes yeah. in, so they probably have... Uh, oh, they'll get tagged in it, though. You know no. I feel like they... One, one, minute, one hour, 11 seconds, or 11 minutes, whatever, Lane Norton says, trolls... Internet. I feel like they gave up by this point. Yeah. I think we alienated them with politics and gun talk. Right? I think yeah, so, too. Probably think sex so, talk, too. I think so, all right. Well, they haven't had any of that. They wouldn't know those people. No, they wouldn't know. Boom! Blink your one zero <laughs> trolls, internet <laughs> trolls. All right. With that in mind, thank you all for listening to Iron Empire Radio. You can go uh, email PJ at PJ at BlackstoneLimes.com. Please don't email me or Arlene or Paul. Mm-hmm. But anything you have to say to those guys, you can send to PJ at BlackstoneLimes.com. BioLane.com. Do you want buy? Oh, look. BioLane.com. BioLane.com. Oh, yeah. Buy the tickets. Sorry. Do not ask me to come back. Buy the buy the t-shirts, buy Lane t-shirts. He has shaker cups. He has the koozies for the for the beers. Magnets. He has rainbow magnets, stickers. The, the gay and lesbian rights rainbow stickers. He has uh, Alero covers. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he has the carbon course, supplements on bodybuilding.com. I've been overdosing on carbon the whole show. Yes, that's why PJ sounds like that. Yeah. Drinking carbon. <laughs> Just drinking carbon and carbon and carbon. <laughs> All right, take your pre and post. We'll see you next week. Blackstone Labs, PJ Brown, Aaron Sandler.